The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. This is the show after the show we did on Saturday, immediately following it. It's Wednesday. You listen to the Cigar Authority. With us is John Carney, who did the whole show with us. He brought food and everything, so of course he's welcome to the after show. But he's more than welcome to the after show because he wanted to do the after show because he has something on his mind, something that aggravated him last week, so much so that uh, he actually wants to bring it up. And he wants I, have to- a, I have a prediction. It's Barry. You're aggravated with Barry. Last week's show um, was Steve Saka and the uh, Sober Mesa Brulee. It was the show. So what was your problem with that show? So I'm coming off a vacation, uh, which is mind-clearing. He he was bashing me a bit during the show. So so first of all, the show was super contentious, which one was awesome. Yeah. Um, It was... uh, I was going to say it was playful banter, but it, it really not. wasn't. It's not. <laughs> like, it wasn't playful it banter. It was vitriol. Yeah, there was, like, there was some real things in there. It was certain uh, certain things that were said. There's something I'm looking up here right now. This because I need to use it. Um, but so Steve Poirier picked me up, just so I'm not the only victim here. Okay. Um, I'm not the victim, I guess. I'm the assailant. Yes, yes. you are. Um, so we started listening to the show, and... I one thing I do enjoy is I enjoy listening to uh, I do enjoy listening to Steve Saka for different reasons than other people do. I just like to hear what he's about to say and uh, see sometimes where it might annoy me, but that's it comes out of a respect level that I do have for him. So I preclude anything I'm saying with a but I do have a true level of respect for him. And I enjoy talking with him. So this is a um, your your way of saying with all due respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I was listening to the show. We're driving down from Bangor, Maine. And uh, we get into it, and um, Steve just recently came out with the Connecticut shade of his Somber Mesa, I believe, Somber correct? Mesa, yeah. Um, so we're, you were talking about it on the show. And the Brulee, it's called. And uh, Yeah, Brulee. So I heard about it. Was this announced at, at uh, IPCPR yes. slash PCA? So I heard about it, um, but the, the trade show had some uh, – <laughs> the trade show this year was, was – was derailed. Very, derailed. Yeah, derailed. And we, we can get into that a little bit later. But um, there wasn't a lot going on on the trade show floor, which was um, which was negative. Yeah. Um, the rebranding to the PCA was a good thing. I think rebranding was nice. Sometimes rebranding is a good thing. Um, and I think for that association, it needed needed a rebranding. Obviously, the announcement of the Consumer Day, which I have some opinions on, uh, kind of overshadowed some of that. I think things could be handled a little different. So what that led to the show was there was really light traffic. Um, and I don't want to bring up other media things, but I will. But there's one media outlet that had a striking 
striking example of how dead the show was. Uh, the, William Cooper posted up a picture, uh, which if anyone's familiar with the Oliva company, they have like 10 billion employees. Um, and he posted a picture on, I believe it was maybe the second or third day. It might have been the first. You can correct me if he's listening. Um, well, you, uh, on Wednesday, you can correct me uh, today. Yeah, we go. Um, but he took a picture of the Oliva booth during trade show hours. There wasn't an employee to be seen, and there was no customers in the booth. And it's one of the largest booths at the show, so it was really dead. So what that led for me was um, I spent we spent a lot of quality time with the retailers that were there in our booth and with each other. Um, but I didn't get around the trade show floor as much because you didn't know when somebody was going to well, be coming around. you were playing basketball anyway, right? So what I was going to yeah. say was day one, uh, Junior and I went and walked around the outsides of the show just kind of see where everybody was uh, locating it, lay of the land. And we ended up at this booth called uh, Ace Prime Cigars. Correct. I guess uh, Dominique Wilkins and uh, Hall of Famer, top 50 player of all time. And uh, his business partner was this other gentleman. And then uh, Tiago Splitter, who's a professional basketball player, coming out with a cigar brand. That's never worked in the past. Hopefully it does for them. Who right. knows? Uh, they're the ones that have the actual human heart, heart right. as the logo, right. uh, which is kind of <laughs> unique. Uh, so I ran into a guy on that sh- uh, that was friends with them uh, who's an uh, actor on The Blacklist. Uh, he plays... Um, Agent Moshe Devai, yeah, uh, so Haram. You didn't, you didn't go to the breakfast meeting? No. That they were all there no. and they got up on stage? No, I didn't. But I yeah. ran into him on the elevator, and one of my other reps had met him, and he's like, you're, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the guy from the TV. And uh, so we ran into him again in the elevator, and I didn't let on that I knew who he was. So we just kind of went back and forth. I saw him three or four times. So we're walking around, and I ended up playing, I ended up playing in a three-on-three basketball tournament and in a free-throw contest against Dominique Wilkins and Tiago Splitter, and I happened to win. And I'm pretty sure they didn't plan on an executive from another cigar company winning the competition because they did a big media thing with it with <laughs> pictures and the whole deal. I got an autographed basketball. So I was gone for like an hour and a half. And I came back. I'm all sweaty. So Inez gets the trade show a little bit later this year because she had some family things she had to deal with uh, with one uh, with the uh, youngest and uh, going to summer camp, I think. And so she got to the show a little later. She's like, how's the show been? And I was like, um, I was so busy on day one. I go that your vice president of sales was gone for an hour playing in a three-on-three basketball tournament. I go, and yeah. won it. Yeah. I go, that's how busy the first day was. I wasn't sure how she was going to react. You know, I don't know how you'd react if one of your employees was sitting in the corner not doing anything. Right. Uh, wouldn't be, you know, a big feeling. So she was. She laughed. She's like, oh, that's awesome. What did you win? I showed her the basketball. And she's like, yeah, it's been slow. Huh? And I'm like, yeah, it was just traffic was, was down. Um so I didn't get to see a lot of stuff on the other booths because I stuck around just in case someone came around and I'd spent most of my free time playing basketball. <laughs> and um, so I didn't get around to the other booths. Um, I, I did go over to Skip Martin's booth. Um, one of his uh, business partners and one of his other brands that he makes uh, is uh, Postania. is a brand, uh, Mike there. I, his last name is Kapaskapawicz. Kop- 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Massachusetts boy. Okay. Uh, he, he and I have become really good friends over the last eight years. So I go over and see him and see his brother, Greg, and we, I always go and say hi to them. But I didn't get to see where Steve's booth was, but I did hear a lot about Brulee. So I was interested in that show that was going on last week. So Steve and I listened to it on the drive down. So as it was quite contentious, it was interesting at the same time. And it kind of started to kind of irritate me at the same time, too. One, that I wasn't there to participate in it. Um, and two, the specifically the cigar that was being smoked. And not a lot of this, I think, was brought up on the actual show. Uh, but Steve and I, when we got to New Hampshire, the first store I walked into after I said hello, the first thing was I said, you have the brulees. 
as I know, I believe you all are uh, almost sold out of these things, yeah, yeah. Uh, if not already. And uh, I was like, I got to smoke this thing. And he was talking about the uh, grading of tobacco and the natural sweetness and whatnot. So it got me thinking. Um, so I was a little irritated, and then I was like, this, this isn't something I'd necessarily heard before. I'm not saying it's inaccurate that there's that type of grading of tobacco, uh, but I was really interested in the natural sweetness that came from it. As I did hear rumors of this natural sweetness, and this is really unique, so I had to have the cigar. So we went to the shop. I lit it up. Not lit it up. I cut it. And I'm not a big uh, chewer of cigars. I'm not a guy that sticks the whole cigar in my mouth and licks it to get moisture on it, whatnot. With this cigar, I filleted every inch of it. Because um, as soon as that I put it in my mouth... That means he gave it oral. Yes. Okay. As soon as I put it in my mouth, there's this natural sweetness. It is natural sweetness. On the wrapper, on the top. So it got me thinking, if it's that sweet, where there's that sugarness and that feeling in my mouth, the same wrapper's on the entire tobacco. Coincidentally, the cigar is also called brulee, which is French for the dessert creme and the brulee is the sugar on the top. So I started licking throughout my smoking the entire cigar like I'm doing now. Yeah. There's no sweetness on the foot. There's no sweetness in the middle. And if you run your tongue on it. That's turning Jonathan on yes, immensely, I should say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a distinct line. It's a good time right Of there. where there's some sweetness. Um, so it kind of got me not just having that conversation, but... The people I talked to about it were like, yeah, oh, have you tried it? And we, we had another rep walked in. We didn't we didn't let anybody know what we were doing. We're like, oh, you got to smoke this when you come in. They're like, oh, this is the new Somber Mace, Connecticut. And they put in their mouth. The first thing they said, they was like, wow, this is sugar dipped. There's sugar on it. I said, no, it's this grating of tobacco. Which I asked him yeah. straight out and because said, is this a sweet cap cigar? And he said, no. So I don't know if he would admit it. He said no. He said no. He so it started getting me not, not just irritated about that, but at the same time, it's I know what I'm tasting. I know the sensation on my lips, and it's not the same sensation in other parts of I the didn't cigar. Think to lick the whole and, cigar. And when I was watching you all on the show, nobody did that. Nobody thought to lick it because it's not something we do, yeah. and it's 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 grotesque. And the people I was smoking with, they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm licking <laughs> to see if it's sweet at the other parts." And I go, "And it's not." So the owner's husband came in, and I said, he's like, oh, why are you? the cigar store. Yes. And he goes, why are you all smoking Sombra Mesa, Connecticut's? And I was like, well, I go, we, we wanted to try the, the sweetness on it with this natural sweetness. He's like, oh, yeah. I actually asked them dead on in the front. He goes, this is sugar dip. He said, no, 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 it's not. I, I haven't smoked anything else that's not sugar dipped, like a uh, Baccarat or the Insidious by Asylum, uh, that has that same sensation, and it's the exact same sensation. Um, and I will, I will say, the one I have in my hand right now, um, it actually doesn't have any sweetness on it at all. Uh, they, they forgot to dip it. Yeah, it actually just tastes like regular Connecticut shade wrapper. Um, so there's no, unfortunately, there's no sweetness on this one whatsoever. Well, uh, I did the, see Stephen licking something over there. Maybe he licked it off <laughs> already. But what it got me thinking about, and I did do the Cigar Authority survey. Uh, my number one thing I think uh, that I dislike about the show is Mr. Jonathan's undertones commercial. I can't stand that one. That triggers me. Um, it's triggered. And the and it got me thinking about BS that I hear. Uh, out on the road or BS I hear on radio shows and, and the stories that I hear. There's good stories to be told. There's knowledge to be told. So I, it drives me nuts and it really kind of grinds my gears when it's something that like 
like a sweet tip. I know what a sweet tip well, you're a tastes guy, like. You're a guy who spends his time selling the steak. And a lot of salespeople sell the sizzle. You are selling your 75-year-old or 75-day-old steak here and talking about the age of the beef and all that. It's not spiced. It's not seasoned other than salt. That's who you are is a guy who just says it like it is. And there's other people out there that feel like they need to embellish the story a bit to get the sale to happen. Are you saying soccer embellished his story a little bit? Well, he flat out told me that it's not sugar dipped and I've smoked a couple of them and they've all been So I smoked this exact shape, exact size two days ago and it had a sweet sensation on it. In two days, say there's box fermentation or there's the nicotine. uh, This is one Jonathan and I go back and forth on the (laughs) The the, nicotine pocket. pocket. Give me a break. Uh, There's no such thing as as an ammonia pocket. (laughs) Um, the ammonia should be gone by the time it's in there. Um, it, it, it's I, I, I have a hard time because there's cigars I like too. Like I said, I've, I've been actually been enjoying this now the last three days when I've been smoking it for the sugar. And um, <laughs> when I need a sugar rush, right? Yeah, yeah I get hypoglycemic and I yeah. take one of these and it's fine. Um, but I, but I, I'm enjoying the cigar and it's a great cigar. So why am I being told this? Why Why is there even a discussion about it? Why am I being... Why is a story being created to make me feel one way or the other about it? And I feel like the people that smoke it uh, and the people who enjoy it, um, they buy into the story, which those are the regulars, and they love it, and they stand by it. Like the person who said to me, I straight up asked him, and he said, it's not sugar dipped. And I was like, I don't care what you said. I go, and I don't care what he said to you about it. I go, I'm telling you, there's sugar on this thing. I go, as I smoke it more, and as I put it more in my mouth, it goes away. I go, and then it's not anywhere else in the cigar. So there's something going on there. Maybe it's just the cap or whatever. But it got me thinking about other things that grind my gears. And coincidentally, from time to time, I think there's people that enjoy making controversy and controversy and discussion, uh, you know, build uh, recognition. Uh, the person who sponsors this after show is an expert in controversy. Uh, Skip is a big controversial yeah. person. If you've ever spoken to Skip in person, yeah, uh, he's not as controversial in person. Uh, he's awesome. Uh, his social media persona, I can't stand, and I have no issue telling that to his face, and I have no issue saying it yeah. on the show, uh, but I enjoy him in person. On social media, I can't stand it. Um, so these stories that come up and these um, these information that comes out is, I'm not stupid. Yeah. Sweet at the top, not sweet at the bottom, same tobacco, there's something going on here. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but, but what becomes well, bad for me is the story that I'm being told. Could and it be it's FDA that true. is the reason why that's happening? Because he doesn't want to get red flagged? It could be. I, I'm not sure or what it are is. are you creating a red flag by the day is going to come where you're going to have to, right there, substantial equivalence. Equivalent to what? And if that's the factory, which is Hoya uh, de Nicaragua, did they ever have a sweet cap tip? Not that I know of. And if the answer is no, it's not substantial to equivalent. But is to the FDA going to stick every and, cigar and, in their mouth to see if, and, if and, they're sweet tipped or not? And what is what is that stuff that's on there, if there's something on there? And that has to be reported of what that is. But they're not going to put it in their mouth. So it's it's if something's being added, it's natural. It's sugar. Um, it's a sugar dipped or sweet tip or whatever you want to describe it as. It's some sugary is it type of something. It could be something. Who knows? But yeah. for me, it's this natural, it's this natural sweetness that really ticks me off. That I, I have not smoked, and, and and I'd love to be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm fine. I don't. Uh, my pride level isn't a. Uh, 
Well, you do, tend to, you do tend to flex and then get questions yeah. wrong. Yeah, true. So, <laughs> so I, I have no issue being wrong on things. This, this is just not something experienced. And I've also asked many people who have been smoking much longer than me who raise eyebrows on these things. So what really got me going was sitting there on the show and now talking to numerous people about it and how they're telling me that this isn't true. That's why I started filleting the cigar, and I'm like, I'm you, not getting this from anywhere Did you smoke else. it before the show? Because I said during the show, wow, this is very sweet. The tip of this is very sweet, and uh, he said that it's a natural sweetness, and there's nothing been added or anything like Bill that. aging the wrapper for two years takes the dry, stingy component, the bitter uh, component. If there's this the- natural, sweet Connecticut shade wrapper out there, why is Steve Saka the first person to ever use it? Yeah. Dave um, Garofalo is asking you a question. I don't know. <laughs> but it was certainly that as soon as it went in my mouth, before even lighting the cigar, because we take a drawer on the cigar before we light Correct. the cigar, it's part of the show. And I go, wow, it's sweet. Let, let's make a quick list of other cigars that you've had that experience with. What's number one that you've had that same exact experience Baccarat. with? All right. What's the second that, that you, you know, may carry? Rider. Rough Rider. Right, which the is the third one. one. Insidious, via Havana, and and other flavored. Now, via Havana was a, situation was, was a um, dark. His was a, his was uh, organic honey and brown sugar, but it tasted exactly the same as Baccarat. So that's so another make, one where can you make an argument? On Nat Sherman. That's hundred percent. And I agree, it's natural. So now when this you is what I'm natural. This is what I'm curious it, about. You just said it's natural. This is what I'm curious about. There's got to be a reason why, because that's the same exact experience I had the first time I stuck a back well, around. And, and I'm a, not saying this is a Baccarat by no, any means. I'm not going to disrespect he's Steven a guy, that way. This is a phenomenal cigar. He's a guy that actually breaks down, like nobody else, that breaks down the components of his cigar to you know a, a crazy degree. level that I think nobody would be interested in, and they are, that he breaks it down so much so. But when it came to this, and he did break down the wrapper big time on the show, but did not say it had any he said the opposite yeah i asked I'm, him flat get, out is I'm this get, sweet i'm getting some sweet i just got some so maybe it's between the binder and the wrapper and it oh it's comes definitely out. on the outside of the wrapper you feel it on your lips um it's the same experience and i said i'm not comparing this to baccarat this is not a baccarat and i think everyone that smoked it knows it's not this is a phenomenal cigar it's filled properly the drawer and it's great. you know what the number one good the number one selling cigar of davidoff is of all their brands that they have their number one by far it's not even close. Is Baccarat. It's their number one selling brand. Well, that's the main reason. Didn't Camacho own that? Yes. So that's one of the main reasons why they picked that up. The Camacho that's brand why they was bought great, it. but the Baccarat's a cash cow. At no, no advertising dollars, no nothing that they do. They advertise everything else. They don't advertise that. And, and I think it's $9 million on one of the sizes. So, so for me, I know the current state of the business where there's concerns with FDA or whatever may bring some things in one way or the other. Um, but there's a lot of BS in the industry no. that bothers me, and I, I you know, I, I try myself to not be part of it. And I said I'm fortunate what I do and what I work for. This isn't comparing to what we're talking about now, but I'm fortunate that I don't have a lot of BS to give. Now, sometimes I may say something to a retailer like. Andalusian Bull can't possibly be back ordered for eight months. Yes, it can. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, well, that's ridiculous. Why don't you make more? I did. We tripled production. 
But, uh, well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, if you're so good at it, why don't you go run a cigar factory yeah. and invest in it? So yeah, there are realities. So sometimes things may come across as that doesn't make sense. Why don't you make more cigars? Well, it takes years and years to make things. As Steve was talking about, the tobacco he has to buy to prepare when he attacks you for not ordering enough. Um, <laughs> if, by the way, put the order in and see if it shows up, right? Like saying, the Andalusian bow, you ordered 500, I shipped you 10. Right. Um, so you sit there and it's, you know, you got to plan ahead for these types of things. So it takes years to do that type of stuff. But I, I get really irritated with the BS. I get uh, things that I, that, that's like, oh, this isn't sweet. It's sweet. Okay. Whatever. And, and, and I, if there's this aging and unique, crazy aging and fermentation process, uh, why is Baccarat spending the money to sugar dip it, mm. uh, the labor to have somebody dip it in? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I, for me, it's, it just gets, uh, it gets worked up, and at the time that I had on vacation to think about things that bothered me and the uh, bothered me in not just cigars but everything. Uh, I, I think I have a pretty good BS meter, and uh, when I, when I'm being fed some BS, it, it irritates me. And since last week's show was contentious, I decided I'd be a little contentious as well and fit in with the group <laughs> on that. Uh, but but yeah, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm sitting. There, I was like, man, like this is so good. It's a great cigar. And and anyway, at the end of the smoking experience when we were smoking it, they're like, so what did you think of the cigar? And I'm like, it's freaking really good. I go, it's a great it Connecticut good. shade. I go, it's the somber mesa with a milder wrapper. He took a medium plus <coughs> blend, and put a Connecticut shade on it, and. Um, and it's awesome. Now, is this true U.S. Connecticut? I don't believe no, it's so. Not. It's Ecuadorian. Ecuador. Ecuador. Well, Ecuador. Yeah, so it's a little bit of that um, little the darker. B-grade. Yeah. B-grade Ecuador. E- Ecuador grown in former sugar plantation field. <laughs> not just making that up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I enjoy the cigar. Don't get me wrong on that. But, I mean, that's the same exact experience I had when I stuck a backer at my mouth. I stuck uh, an Insidious in my mouth. This is a higher quality cigar than both of those. Worth the money. Uh, definitely something that's going to be that's successful and, and going to be. But like, give me a friggin' break. So if if Steve's listening and probably upset or whatever, I will also go as far as to say you've been buying them nonstop since, <laughs> and um, our listeners are going to buy more of them too. By the way, I, I Contro- controversy buys sales. I don't buy a lot of cigars. Um, I smoke. I've always been partial to LFD. I've smoked LFD for like 13, 14 years. Um, I'm a big Padron guy. I love Padrones. I smoke Davidoff. Um, I do smoke a lot of Christian Roa's products and his brothers because I like Corojo. Mm. Um, and I've never been a a big buyer of uh, of really anything outside of that. When I spend my money on cigars, it's things that I really want. And I've bought like 10 of these. My sales rep bought a box uh, in the last week because he liked it. Um, so it, it's working, right? But right. just don't freaking lie to me in the process, because. But I mean, maybe the lie got me to buy it and, and question it. And now I'm smoking it, and I am enjoying it. I think you just sold and, a lot of them. Yeah, for him. yeah, but but yeah, but you know, I hope, I hope it wasn't the show lie to me or something. Maybe I'm part of that show now or whatever, where it just lie to me and I'm going to listen to you. But it's it's uh, the reverse psychology on which I think Steve is an expert of reverse psychology. Um, he knows he makes really good cigars. Um, he may not be as perfect as he thinks it is, but he knows it's good even when he tells you it's not. It's like uh, there was a cigar that uh, the uh, Red Meat Lovers Club at yeah. an event I was doing, and uh, it was really good. And I went up to him at the uh, – I don't know if he remembers this, but I went up to him at the event we were at, and I was like, Steve, this is really good. I'm a big Red Meat guy. I go, so it's cool having the, the club logo on it, and I go to a lot of those events I can go to. I go, it's really good. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, and I wasn't really what I was looking for. And I'm like, oh, my God. 
Like the cigar was really good. Just he's be weird, happy. He's with weird it. like that. Even she's when he tries to come off humble, he's not being humble. He's talked customers out of sales in our own store. Now you really don't want this. And the guy's ready to buy a $300 box of cigars. He talked the guy out of it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take over the sales part of this thing. You go shake their hands and tell them whatever you want to tell them. But leave the sales up to me. So, yeah. So, I mean, if he has a response, I, I mean, I mean no harm to him. I, I think uh, what he's doing is excellent. Uh, there needs to be, he's certainly an expert on tobacco beyond what I am, but I, I know what sugar tastes like. Yeah. I eat a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is this has a sweet tip to it that's similar to that, and the rest of it doesn't. And, uh, and it may be that the, the wrapper, the cap is a different, is that great, and the rest of it isn't? Who knows? Uh, but it did kind of get me going, and honestly, venting about it, uh, this has been like therapy for me. You feel better? <laughs> I actually feel better about Good. it. I actually, I, I was, right before we started this, I was kind of being like, oh, Steve's going to walk up the freaking stairs. Yeah. I go, and I'm going to have to do this to his face, which I which I will do. I've done before with other things. Well, this isn't live. This was done on yeah. Saturday, so he's hearing it Wednesday yeah. for the first time. But, but if he happened to walk in today on Saturday, because he got a little heads up that we might have been talking about him, he walked well, up the stairs. Well, you came in swinging. You, you yeah. came in and said, this is what I want to do on the show, and I yeah. got the show notes ready. Yeah. No, we're doing the show. I said, we'll save it for the after show. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was good that we waited a little bit yeah. so I wasn't as rude and mean. But, yeah, but yes, don't lie to me about stuff. And that's not just to that, him. It's to everyone. Uh, don't feed bullshit because bullshit's eventually going to catch up to you. And um, But with, with him, his, his talents is unmeasured. He's done a great job. His history with Jewish State, which we talk about all the time, every time you talk about anything. Did they ever use sugar on, um, on the uh, What they produced there was awesome. And But I feel like... Uh, I feel like there's this kind of hidden rivalry between him and Nick Malio. I don't know if it's real. It might be created in my head. It's awesome inside my head. Uh, but uh, yeah. whenever you have one of them on a show and they talk about it, they all both talk about how they created Liga Bravada. Mm. I don't know who did. Was it collaborative? Was it individual? Um, and they both have cigars. And Drew Estate or now Swisher is saying, it's Oz. Yes, so it's actually three people yes. that say that. Yes, and then you that. have, and then you have, uh, who was it? Uh, the former president of the company, Michael uh, Salucci. Michael Salucci. I think he created it as well. Ah. Um, so who knows? Yeah. But I, I feel like they have. They've taken obviously their techniques. They both were obviously involved in it because they have cigars that I think now are better. Yeah, uh, than the Ligas They've were. Better at uh, Nick's Tabernacle sure. is better than Liga mm. right now. Um, the uh, Somber Mesa and the Mucurita are better than those products. They're really good cigars, and they definitely took their expertise with it. Um, but like, give me a break on some of this stuff. Like yeah. the, the story, the, the Drew Estate story. Swisher owns it's their time now. Uh, Liga's uh, Liga. If you were a chef and you created a dish for the chef that you work for, mm. that's their dish, whether you like it or not. If I uh, if I have a hand in the concept for TAA cigars that we do, which I do, that's not mine. That's yeah. that's Lido and Tony. That's LFD owns that. Yeah, you got paid to um, do it. So there's you know these stories, and it's not just them. Centrally, it's them right now, just because that was what was on my mind from last week's show. Uh, but there's a lot of these stories going on. I mean, Alec Bradley's doing it right now with the Lars Teton stuff. Give me a friggin' break. Like, what the hell? Mm. Like, they, they had a private room to go meet Lars Tetons, and 99% of the retailers and consumers have no idea who he is. Right. I only know who he is because I've been told I should know who he is. I mean, that's time past, and we're, we're telling this weird story about nothing. Uh, is that where we've come in terms of creativeness? I mean, like, come on. What's old is new again. There we go. Especially when there's not new things coming, we're going to have to come up with something, right? 
the sizzle, like Jonathan says. Yeah, selling uh, the sizzle, not the steak. Some, things need stories just and things like steak. that. have a good steak. So, listen, Steve may have an answer to this, and I he knows he's always welcome to come here and um, – See you go, next week, Steve. Yeah, go, go up against what, what was said about him because something was said about him. So you have an open forum anytime you want, and, and this could be this. And this could turn into a bigger rivalry, and then it'd be awesome because we'll have one on one side and one on the other. <laughs> or maybe you guys have some sort of contest where you got to eat old steak or something. Like make I, a I, there's, there's definitely – listen, I, I uh, eat – I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk about something to someone uh, that I didn't have a level of respect for. Because yeah. if I didn't, I wouldn't even talk because it doesn't rent space in my head. Right. So I welcome an, a uh, an answer of like what it is. What what would you answer to someone that vehemently says that this that this is sugar dipped? Yeah. Uh, that that has a sweet tip on it that doesn't appear natural. Um, and I haven't seen that. Uh, well, that and, level I, and, of and I'll say as far as selling these cigars to consumers, and I've been there when they put the cigar in their mouth, and that's what they say too. Wow. It's sweet tipped, and because I was told no, it wasn't. I say no, it isn't. It's a, a aging process that happens with the cigar, and I certainly don't want to give the wrong information either. But hey, look at the, the meatball. Saka likes to bend the rules. It was supposed to be an Italian meatball. His meatball wasn't an Italian meatball. It was an Italian meatball. It was, Why wasn't it an Italian? It was he, an Italian meatball. Wagyu beef and. Yours was an Italian meatball. Mine was an Italian he meatball. He won fair and square. He beat us. His presentation was outstanding. Yeah, his meatball cost seventeen thirty five a meatball. I, I fully <laughs> support that meatball. It sounds like it's delicious. It was great. They so, they were all great, but he won. Looking at it, I'm when he when he put it out there on display, I go, Oh shit. It just looks so much better than everybody else's meatball. So that's that's how it began. Yeah. But I mean, I now looking back now that I'm calming down. I mean, I've just done him a massive favor by this entire. <laughs> I thing. hope he so, thinks the so, same so, way. So but you're welcome because I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an influencer. I don't consider it that way. But um, th this was LFD 25th anniversary day. Yes. Uh, at the time of recording, and I I, I spent my energy on the uh, on the brulee because you were wound up. So it's all yeah. out. It's out of you. Yeah. It's therapy. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and, and and I do enjoy the cigar. I, I said I. Uh, this is my sixth one, I believe, in the last three days, and I smoked three or four days, so yeah. I've been smoking one or two of these a day, um, and it's really good. It's in my rep auto box, too, so I, I mean, I recommend it. Um, I just, I, I, come on. Come on, man. Like Monday Night Football <laughs> thing. Come on, man. Okay, that's it. Uh, happy anniversary to uh, Lido and Inez um, from La Florida Dominicana, 25 years, which is a big deal company going and they got the next generation going and with mr jonathan connie at the helm of it uh looking for 25 more years it, I, I hope i'm around for it it's a great place to be it's uh for me it's been a great eight and a half years and for them it's been a wonderful 25 yeah and, uh, the next part of the the next part of the puzzle's in place and it's uh a really it's gonna be a really fun uh, next 25 for sure and if uh, you've learned nothing else in the last 30 minutes always remember to put the sweet tip in your <laughs> mouth there we go The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.